Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, the things that we have to do is we have to handle the difficulties, the challenges, and the adversity that comes with that. And we have to maintain a high level of competitive fight. You know, they're, they're champions for a reason. They're battle-tested. They've, they've been through this. Um... And I mean, we will have to play very, very good basketball on both ends of the floor. There's no question. We've got to generate good shots. Um, you know, we've got to be able to, uh, uh, you know, play downhill. We got to make good decisions when we get downhill because of their size. Billy Donovan talking about the Milwaukee Bucks, the Chicago Bulls' first round opponent. And he's absolutely right. They're champions for a reason. They need to be dethroned. Can the Bulls be the team? to pull off the stunning upset 0-4 against the Milwaukee Bucks this season. People are saying they're going to lose eight in a row, get swept. To talk about the Bulls and this series, and I want to talk about a little bit about Vucevic and what he did in the last time he was in the playoffs. Ladies and gentlemen, the score listener line, excuse me, the score hotline is presented by the Circuit Resort and Casino Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Let's welcome in Omar Ramos. Bienvenidos. Hey, brother, what's going on, man? Buenas noches. Happy Tuesday, opening day Tuesday. How you doing? Doing good. I know, opening day, Sox pulled out the victory. I know you, I know you were there, right? <laughs> yeah, I was out there. Uh, I do this special segment on Tuesdays. It's called Edición Digital Chicago on Univision. And uh, basically, I just run around the city, and I, and I tap into whatever's going on. You know, it could be like a festival. It could be uh, an art show. It could be an opening day for the White Sox. So I was there hanging out uh, with people, everybody that took the day off and uh, hung out at the White Sox today who got to win. So happy for them. And, you know, a lot of people are very kind and nice and, you know, handing out tacos and tamales <laughs> and all kinds of good food, man. Be honest, sure. how many beers did you have? You know what? I was offered a couple of brewskis, but I was like, I'm on the clock. Kept it professional? And, yeah, for sure. So I did have a couple of... Pops and tacos, which is also a beautiful blend for sure. You're a better guy than me. Omar Ramos, Spanish play-by-play <laughs> announcer for the Bulls and the White Sox. I would have definitely had a few. Felt like I would have been able to contain myself. I, so might... I had to come back to the studio. I had to come back ah. to the studio and do my radio show. So I don't want to you know, show up with a beer breath. Man. Okay. That, that makes sense. Again, better better man than I am because I still would have had those beers. Now, I might need some beers when I'm watching this Bull series that kicks off on Sunday. Yeah. My first question to you is, I'm going to just get this out of the way. How many games do you think the Bulls can actually win in this series? Well, you know what? I wish I had like that crystal ball and I could give you a, a really good answer. But um, just the way that 
you know, the Bulls are kind of coming to the playoffs, you know, kind of, kind of like, you know, you know, hurt and banged up and, and what have you with a lot of questions on the defensive side, it's kind of a hard question to answer and then to answer. And then of course, you know, the, the record this season versus Milwaukee, that doesn't help any. So uh, it, it's going to be tough, you know, two games there at their house and then they come over here. But um, I mean, I think damage can be done. I, I, I think that we have obviously the talent, you know, we have the, you know, DeRozan, we got uh, Zach Levine that is obviously inspired because this is like the first time he actually gets to live a playoff yeah. uh, situation. Um, Alex Caruso, I think he's back on track in a way. Obviously, he had those back issues. And I think it's just going to be a defensive effort, man, to try to get something done. If we could squeeze one win out there, I think we have a good chance of of uh, dethroning Mr. Giannis and company. I like it. See, you're, you're the optimist the way that I am. I try to find a way that we can win instead of most people, you know, just poo-pooing on my, my fantasy that the Bulls can actually pull off this victory. Now, Omar, you, you do the play-by-play in Spanish. What is it like to, you know, covering this team throughout the season? I mean, do you uh-huh. feel like the energy and the listener is a little bit different when you're describing and painting the picture in Espanol in vez de en inglés instead of English? Well, the thing is that, you know, we are very passionate when it comes to calling any kind of game, whether it be a baseball game, whether it be, a, you know, because I do the Bears also in Spanish, and people think that we're doing soccer. The thing is that we're so passionate <laughs> and we're, we're and, and we speak so fast. They're like, dude, are you doing a soccer game or are you doing a basketball game? The thing is that, obviously, we need to have the terminology down, but we're so passionate, and that's just the way that we communicate in our culture, right? We're, like, loud and, and, and fast with the things that we say. Um, but you know what? I've been with the team since uh, Derek Rose's rookie year. Oh, wow. Uh, I, missed that. I missed that guy, by the way. Um, but, I, yeah, I've been doing this for a while. And, uh, you know, I was there for that last uh, playoff appearance in uh, 2017 when uh, Mr. Hoiberg was there. And it's been rough, man, ever since, you know. But I think uh, fans are excited. We're excited with what's going on right now. I had an opportunity to talk to Mr. Karnasovas the other day uh very nice man i had no idea that he speaks spanish but it makes sense because oh, wow. the last prof- yeah the, the last professional team that he played for was fc barcelona so obviously being in spain he picked up some spanish so you know we we, we were shooting the breeze there a little bit but uh i think what he has brought obviously with everybody under him working for him i think they've they've kind of planted that um passion and emotion once again in fans it hasn't been Beautiful, this second part of the season, especially, you know, what, what happened when Lonzo Ball went down because he brought that defensive swag. And, and this, this, this team had that defensive, like, element, essence to it. And then all of a sudden, you know, Lonzo goes down and then Alex Caruso had his uh, situation going on. And then all of a sudden, like, these teams started figuring us out. Yeah. That if you take one player out or two players out on the defensive side, they started attacking us that way. And that's what I think kind of made this Bulls team uh, trip a little bit. I think they did a phenomenal job of, changing the culture of this Chicago Bulls team where yeah, yeah, in yeah. years past, there might've been the selfish individual or it might've been centered around one person, but yeah, AK brought in some people that just wanted to win. They just yeah. wanted to play hard and win day in and day out. And it's really cool to see him change over the roster and the culture in such a short period of time. Again, we are talking to Omar Ramos. He is the play-by-play announcer for the Bulls, White Sox and Bears. Uh, once I just found out as well. I mean, geez, you just you got all the jobs, bro. Pass them well, out, bro. Let me, let me just uh, say something real quick. Uh, I, I used to do the White Sox back in the day with Ozzie Guillen Jr., who I send a huge shout-out to him today. Um, yeah, I used to do the White Sox. I started with the White Sox uh, back in uh, 2008 uh, with Ozzie Guillen Jr. 
And then when Ozzy left, it kind of things kind of changed a little bit. Well, not a little bit drastically. <laughs> and and then I had the Cubs knock on my door and they said, "Hey, man, why don't you come over here to the North Side?" And and so we're doing the Cubs now. Look at that, man! I'm super proud of you. Yeah. I love watching your journey. I love watching everything you do. Super glad Thank that you. you're joining us as well. Let's get back to this Bulls team. Do you feel yeah, yeah. like I mean, because you mentioned Hoiberg, you've you've been with the team for such a long time, so you've been exposed to a lot of their coaches. Do you feel like the change that you mentioned in the Bulls team that happened midseason, is that a Billy, Billy Donovan thing or is that a player personnel problem? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I think it's a, it's, it's a little bit of both, to be honest with you. I think what uh, Billy Donovan has brought is like, a new light of hope. Um, I see that the players respect him. They follow him. You know, in the past, there were situations where I felt that wasn't in the, you know, happening with the team. I think uh, what the management is doing right now, they brought in some good people. You know, Butchevich is a great dude. DeMar DeRozan is a great dude. And I think what they're doing, they kind of like that vibe that they got going on has spread with the rest of the team. I think it's made uh, Zach Levine feel a lot more comfortable. And I think they're, they're, they're gelling very well. So I think it's a, a great culture that they have going on right now. And that's why they've had the success that they had, you know, aside from the talent, I think when you have good people in a good place, good things can happen for sure. It's hard to blame the player personnel when they've been playing their heart out injuries throughout the season. Like you mentioned, Caruso, Lonzo balls, Zach was out for a while. You've had Javante had his spurts, not playing in some games. It it really was a problem in the beginning of season, Kobe white, so it's yeah. tough to tough to blame a team that, but again, it's you know you talk about it all the time, Omar. It's like yeah. everyone's dealing with injuries, and yes. it's just about timing on those injuries. And for Lonzo Ball to have hit, had been shut down for the remainder of the season, just hurt, averaging thirteen a game, five yeah. assists a game, shooting a phenomenal three point percentage. So it was tough to see him. Did you? How much did losing Lonzo hurt the Bulls? I think a lot. You know, because, they, I mean, right away, he, he has established an identity. I mean, the team had an identity with Lonzo and with Zach and with Booch and with DeMar DeRozan, you know, on the court to begin the season. That was like our identity. You know, you had the, 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 the guy that was pushing the ball, driving the ball, and then at the same time, he was giving you that defensive uh, force, you know, and then you take him out of the equation, and it just kind of, it kind of collapsed a little bit, right? I mean, he was that guy that was just making other, you know, top players uncomfortable, you know, him and Caruso coming off the bench as well. And then all of a sudden you take that out and then teams are like, okay, we don't have to worry about those guys anymore. So that's, that was part of the problem of why all of a sudden things just kind of started going downhill in the second half of the season for sure. And I looked at a point where Zach was injured because mm-hmm. I felt like it changed the dynamic of the team. Zach was very passive in the beginning of the season. Didn't mind defaulting to DeMar DeRozan. But when yeah. Zach got out of the lineup and the entire team fell on the back of, of DeMar. DeMar, for sure. Yeah. And, and then when Zach came back, and it just, it, it just didn't feel the same. It didn't look the same. And when I look at this uh, upcoming series against the Milwaukee Bucks, yeah. I say to myself, what is needed in order for the Bulls to win? Now, I had an opportunity to speak <laughs> to Lawrence Holmes yesterday, and he yeah. was mentioning how Vucevic is the key. It's not DeMar. DeMar can score 50 and we still might lose. Zach might score 30 and you still might lose. But if Vooch can put together a couple of good games, that's how the Bulls can take this series or at least make it competitive. Now, let me tell you this, Omar. Again, Omar mm-hmm. Ramos, play-by-play announcer for the Chicago Bulls, joining us here on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez. The last time Vooch was in the playoffs, 2020, played five games. Here's his stat line. 
35, 14, and 4 in game one. 32, 10, and 2 in game two. 25, yeah. and 3 in game three. 31, 11, and 7 in game four. And in yeah. the final fifth game, he was 22, 15, and 5. That's incredible. Now, if, I, if you yeah. were to ask me who that was against, it was against the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> you know he's capable of putting up these numbers, and I think that that's where most Bulls fans are frustrated because yeah. if you're like me, oh my, it, you, you're, you're just waiting for him to put a couple of those games together, and it just hasn't been the case in the last couple of months, right? Yeah, it hasn't. Like, you ask yourself, where is that Booch from the past, right? Um, but I think it was a Booch that was attacking the paint. It was a Booch that was getting those uh, second uh, opportunities with those offensive rebounds. I, I, I haven't seen that this year. I saw a lot of double-doubles, but I didn't see a lot of those uh, high-scoring numbers. And, and you ask yourself where it's at. You know, uh, sometimes I ask myself, why is he shooting a three when he should be down in the post and blocking people out and trying to, you know, generate some additional offensive plays for us? But I don't know. I don't know, man. I guess uh, we just have to wait and see <laughs> what's going to happen on Sunday. Yeah. And I think I think Lawrence has a point. You know, uh, we've said it from the beginning of the season. You know, uh, Boots should be at the post just waiting to get the ball and just dunk it on someone or push people out of the way and get those uh, offensive rebounds and, and get some more points. And that's one of the things that I noticed this season that Chicago gets a lot of uh, – defensive rebounds but we we don't get the offensive rebounds and I think that's part of the element for sure yeah it's pretty hard when you're when your big man's hovering around the three-point line I guess again we got Omar Ramos joining us on the score hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas home of the world's largest sports book I agree with you wholeheartedly with the Vooch thing it's like yeah. where where are the pick and rolls that we were scoring so easily on earlier in the yeah. season where, where are those get them the ball on the block I, I think especially in the first quarter we know how difficult it is in years past. You know, you've been covering the Bulls for, for a decade now. How difficult it's been for the Bulls to score points in the first quarter. And it seems as though this year we figured it out. We figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But one of the things that, I've, that, that continues to happen, and it's been like that for a couple of seasons, I know a lot of fans have noticed this. Like the third quarter comes around, all of a sudden we're just like not there anymore, man. It just there's The, the Bulls, unfortunately, have this – something that happens with the energy or, or, or I don't know what it is that they just kind of fall a little bit offensively in the third quarter. And then they're kind of playing catch up in the last quarter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it, it's those little things that they have to, they have to fix man if they have any kind of chance to uh, compete, you know, ponerse al tu por tu con Milwaukee for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we got Omar Ramos play-by-play announcer for the Chicago Bulls joining us here on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez. The Bulls will be taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. The time is still to be determined, but it will be on Sunday. You can catch okay. that right here on our station. I was just about to ask you if you knew what the what time the no, game was at. They're, they're keeping it a secret. I know. I gotta go I, to church, man. I got to no. go to Misa. So. Hey, well, yeah, I need you to say a couple Hail Marys for the Chicago Bulls when they take <laughs> on this Milwaukee Bucks team. What do you expect from Giannis? I mean, obviously, you've, you've, you've had an opportunity yeah. to call some games with the yeah. Milwaukee Bucks against the Bulls. What are you expecting from him? Do you feel as though... He has this chip on his shoulder still, even though he won the championship last year. I, I think he loves the city of Milwaukee. I think he wants to bring more championships to the city. Um, I have noticed that he's become one of those unselfish players. Like he wants to get everybody involved, you know, whether it be Mendelton, you know, Drew Holiday, whether it be Bobby Portis coming off the bench. And now this Brooke, like this renovated Brooke Lopez that came out of nowhere was like dunking <laughs> right. on people like, you know, 10 feet away, he like, he's got like wings now and flying and dunking. So he's the kind of guy that's like, Hey, 
you know what, they're going to come after me. They're going to try to, you know, double-team me, but don't worry, I got you. And he, and he always finds a guy. You know, that you put three guys on him, and he always finds a guy to feed the ball to. And that's how, they, you know, they get the points on the board, or vice versa. Hey, you know what, they're probably going to try to take you guys out. Just give me the ball, and I'll take care of business. And that's what he's been doing, man. That's, who, that's why Giannis is Giannis. Uh, I wish Giannis was a bull. Don't we all, right? All right, Omar, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us again. You can listen to him calling the play-by-play for the Chicago Bulls on Sunday. Make sure you check him out, and you can listen to him, what is it, right now, 93.5? I, I just got off the air right now. <laughs> 93.5, yeah, man, I, was, I, I wanted to take this moment to congratulate you. I know you got a new endeavor going on. You went from, like, uh, music radio to sports radio. I mean, I – I'm doing both, and I know what it's. I know what it's like. It's not easy to kind of balance both things because you got to like take one mental chip out and put another one in. But congratulations on your on your new job, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. I, I follow your journey closely. I'm inspired by you. I love what you do. That's why I had to get you on my second show ever. Make sure you were a guest on here so that we could top it up on the radio. And whenever you need me, man, for sure, talk Bears or whatever. I'll be here. Uh, you know, with Cubs or. I do the Chicago Fire. We have Chicharito in town on Saturday night. And uh, I also do the uh, Chicago Red Stars. I love it, Omar. Thanks so much for joining us, all right? All right, buddy. Have a good one. Again, joining us on the Score Hotline presented by the Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. I'm Gabe Ramirez. Like you mentioned, just walked down the hall from B96. Now we're doing the score thing. And this is where I get to give my opinions on my Chicago teams. Now, when we come back, we're not done talking Bulls. There's a specific player on this team who is going to garner a ton of money from this Chicago Bulls, from the Chicago Bulls. Should we be paying him this 35 to $45 million? I'll tell you what player I'm talking about next right here on 670 The Score. Levine picked up by Adebayo, wide right. Adebayo defending Levine, right side, three good. And Zach Levine, get out the umbrella. Zach Levine on fire. He's three for three beyond the arc. Chuck Swirsky with the phenomenal call on the Zach Levine three. Ah, I love Chuck. I love his dances even more. When the Bulls get a victory, I literally go on to Twitter just to see Chuck dance so that that way I could make the smile that I have even bigger. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is 670 The Score, Chicago Sports Radio. And, of course, that's exactly who I'm going to be talking about right now is Zach Levine. And I'm also going to open up the lines. Shout out to all the late-night score listeners. Early night, I should say. I have kids, so I'm in bed usually around this time. Shout out to you guys. I love the fact that we have an opportunity to talk about our favorite sports teams, and I want to open up the lines. And the question is simple. If you were the GM of the Bulls, if you were AK, would you give Zach the max deal, or would you use the money elsewhere? 312-644-6767. I got my producer, Tyler, on the phones. He's going to be talking to you, get you through. Again, 312-644-6767. If you were the GM of the Bulls, would you give Zach the max deal or would you use the money elsewhere in the upcoming offseason? To me, the answer is obvious. Of course you give Zach the money. You go to Mr. Reinsdorf, you go into his little vault or whatever it is that he has in the back of his office, and you ask him to pull out the checkbook because you want a blank one, and then you sit in the room and you just hand the check over to Zach, and you're like, yeah, just, just... just fill it in with whatever the number is supposed to be. Cause we're gonna say because you're not leaving this building without signing this contract right here. It's as simple as that. We were just talking to Omar Ramos, and the reality is he said it best. The culture has changed. 
for the Chicago Bulls organization. And it began for me with the trade for Zach Levine. And the reason why is because you made a statement to the entire league and you said to yourself, we are going to be a winning basketball team. And it is going to begin with Zach Levine at our core. Now, whether or not Zach Levine is a bona fide one in your mind, that that star guy, or if you think he's a number two or number three, it does not matter. The reality is he is someone that you can create a team around, and that's exactly what AK did. And when you're looking at guys like Zach Levine or Jose Abreu that come from a winning culture, that understand the importance. Now, granted, he's never been to the playoffs, but you see his grind. You see him on social media. You see the effort and the energy and the work that he puts in. And he is a guy that you would want to go to battle with. And you've seen that this year. Paired up with DeMar DeRozan, paired up with Vooch, learning each other's game, being unselfish, and handing the reins of the team to DeMar DeRozan and saying, hey, vet, you've been here before. Do your thing. Because I can score a bucket. I'm a walking bucket. I can score whenever I want. And that's the other thing that you, that you appreciate from Zach Levine. Don't you just watch him sometimes and just shake your head because you're like, wow, that was beautiful. Something as simple as a step back three. Or when he goes to the cut, draws contact the same way that Derrick Rose would, doesn't get, the, doesn't get the foul because he's so skilled that he can take the contact, still be balanced, and hit a bucket. I think that's what you can expect from Zach Levine. Let's go to the phone lines, 312-644-6767. Again, if you were the GM of the Chicago Bulls, would you give Zach the max deal or would you move use the money elsewhere in this offseason? We got Sheik on the near west side. I know where that's at, Madison and Western. What's up, Sheik? What's up, sir? You know, chilling. So go ahead, answer the question for me. Are you throwing the bag? Are you getting the blank check and giving it to Zach Levine? Or are are you using the money elsewhere? Again, restating your previous mention that you're about solutions, not about the problem. Yeah. The the solution is absolutely. I mean, they've given money to guys, even if it was a quarter or third of the amount before, to, like, buster centers and forwards. you got to do that. You're, You're trying to reset a culture so other players in the league realize that this is a destination. We all know that this city is great, but at the end of the day, if they don't feel that the organization is great, why would they, why would they invest their time or their futures or their branding into this? I understand that. I understand that completely. And, again, I, I, we are in agreement that you should give him the money. Again, the Score Listener line is powered by BetQL, Bet Smarter, and Beat the Books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. I'm curious if – who is out there that believes the opposite? Because I can't play, Sheik, I can't play devil's advocate for a second. And I can say, and I, I'll ask you this, but is he the guy to take you to the promised land? That's me playing devil's advocate, not what I think. Is he the guy to take you to the promised land? Can he win a championship for the Chicago Bulls? So I appreciate that question, uh, but even if he's not, they still have to set a standard that this is a new team, this is a new uh, a new Bulls because of after Jordan, I granted we had Rose, but my God, between 25 years, we've had Jordan and Rose. That, <laughs> that's almost as bad as the Bears having one Super Bowl win in 35 years. Hey, 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 hey. 
Watch your mouth. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> watch, your, watch your mouth. I'm not talking about those Bears. We'll talk about that Super Bowl victory until the day I croak. I'm sure of it. But, Sheik, my question to you still remains. Granted, he is a, 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 a superstar in this league. We've seen him in more commercials than we've seen him in in the last five years. If he can entrench himself in the Chicago Bull history, as he's done so far, then granted, he he is a lifer. You would want him to retire a Chicago Bull just because you're simply grateful for what he's done for, to the for the organization. So, Mike, I guess the other question to you would be, Sheik, if you feel as though Zach is a piece of the puzzle, do you feel the same about Vooch and DeMar DeRozan? I think they all have their parts right now. They're part of they. They are exactly what you're saying. Part of the puzzle, you know. Demar and Vooch, they're, they're part of the next two, three years. And even if they get a little old in the tooth in the next year or so, what they've done this year and Vooch did last year is, is building, again, rebuilding the brand. You know, I, I still think that the Joker, Jokic, is coming to Chicago. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hearing that from insiders, you know, and, you know, that, that he's already lined up. He's got, I don't he trust your insiders. Chicago. I don't trust yeah, well, I don't trust I, your insiders. <laughs> Not even one bit. Sheik, appreciate you joining the show and calling in. Again, our score list on the line is powered by BetQL, Bet Smarter, and Beat the Books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQLapp.com. Is that where we're at? We're satisfied with being a sixth seed in the NBA? Is that where we're at? We can't be. I'm not satisfied with that. But then you have to ask yourself the question. Well, how do we get to that level? Lawrence Holmes yesterday, you can listen to the podcast on the Odyssey app, mentioned three-point shooting and an elevated elevated play from guys like Ayo who could potentially morph themselves himself into a Kyle Lowry-type player. Makes sense to me. But what are you going to get from DeMar DeRozan in year two? These are questions you have to ask yourself. And what we know about AK and Mark Eversley, is that they are not afraid to pull the trigger. They are not afraid to shake things up. And I can't imagine that they're going to witness this team do whatever they're going to do against the Milwaukee Bucks in this next series and not say to themselves, and not question themselves. That's what I love about AK and Mark Eversley, is that they seem like the type of guys that have zero problem questioning the decisions that they've made. And you cannot dwell on the mistake. We know that from the Chicago Bears. If you hold on to something too long, you're just going to implode. They don't seem like the type of guys that can do that. And so I agree with Sheik. I agree with probably majority of you guys that are out there right now. You have to secure Zach Levine so that he continues to be a core member of this team, whether it includes DeMar DeRozan and Vooch or not. That's what I should have asked Sheik. Tyler, I'm going to ask you. I know you say you love your, your basketball. Do you think Vooch will be on the team next year? From all the rumors that I'm hearing about, it doesn't sound like they're going to stick with them. What I think that they need to do is get a more of a defensive big man because okay. as we know, Vooch isn't really that much of a defensive guy. That's what they need. All right. 644-6767. would love to hear what you feel about the Zach Levine situation. If you were the GM, would you give Zach the max deer or would you use the money elsewhere? Let's say, for example, you don't want Vooch back next year and you want a, you want a big man. Somebody like Anthony Davis, if, if that's your cup of tea. What are you willing to give up in order to get pieces like that? Nah, I love Ant. 
Chicago guy. I get it. I would love for you to play here, but I wouldn't want you to come here and be our number one. I'd want you to be a complimentary player to maybe like a DeMar and a Zach or something like that. It's interesting. I want, listen, I want the team to do well. I want Vooch to do well with DeMar and Zach on their side. I want this team to do well. But the reality is, come up this Sunday against the Milwaukee Bucks, we're going to see the true deficiencies in this Chicago Bulls roster. Again, I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is 670 The Score, Chicago Sports Radio. And coming up right after this commercial break, we are going to be talking to Brandon Sprague from Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network. He's also the co-host of the Dirt and Sprague Show on 1080 The Fan over in Portland, Oregon. We're going to go over the NBA playing games. We're going to go over some of the series that are going to take place in the NBA. We're going to try to win you some money. We'll do that right after this. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Well, what are your early thoughts on the Bucks as a first-round opponent? It's fun. Um, they just defending champs. What a greater test to want to go up, go up against as a competitor and to go against them. You know what I mean? Um, for me, I look at it like it's, it's a hell of a challenge. Um, you all go out there and compete, especially they beat our bus during regular season, and we got a opportunity to start off 0-0. What is the biggest challenge you see going into this series? Um, one, the experience that, that they have compared to ours. You know, that's one of the biggest challenges and obstacles we're going to have to fight against. And, you know, um, with that there, you know, that's the volume. You know, a lot of guys on our team haven't made the postseason yet, and the experience that they had last year winning a championship goes a long way. So that's their biggest challenge. That was DeMar DeRozan talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. Bulls taking on the Bucks Sunday. Casey Johnson just tweeted out. They finally announced the time, 5.30 p.m. tip-off. Right after you eat your Easter dinner with your parents. My mom's making a lechon. It's like pork, pig. Gonna be eating that. Now that I'm now that I'm married with kids, you gotta do the, the two-day thing. So early in the day, we're doing Easter egg hunt at my wife's parents' house. And then later in the afternoon, we'll be watching the Bulls game at my parents. I'm Gabe. Uh, my parents. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We're going to be talking about that very series in just a second with Brandon Sprague, co-host on Dirt and Sprague, 6 to 9 a.m. on 1080 The Fan over there in Portland, Oregon, and co-host of Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network. He's a big gambler, so I can't wait to hear from him. We're going to go over some of the series in the NBA playoffs, talk about the odds, where the best money is. The game just finished our first playing game, Brooklyn Nets versus the Cleveland Cavaliers, 115-108. Cleveland, look at that. The spread was like nine going into that game. I bet it, but I moved the line. That's one of my favorite things to do, to just move the line. Because, first of all, I have problems with authority. And I don't like people telling me what to do. So when the line comes out at nine, I say to myself, nah, I don't want to bet that. I'm going to move it to 12. So I moved it to 12, still paid like minus 160. So I ended up hitting that, winning some good good money there. There were some player props on points in that game as well. But when you're looking at the top scorers, Kyrie Irving, a 34-piece, he shot 12 for 15 from the field. 
That's the Kyrie Irving people have been waiting to see the entire season. Granted, he couldn't play because of his vaccination status. But once they lifted that ban, 12 for 15 in a playoff game? That sounds incredible. Three for six from the three-point line. Kevin Durant, 25 points. He shot nine for 16, above 50%. If they can do that all playoff long, they're going to give teams some fits. The problem with the Brooklyn Nets is their bench. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant both playing 41 minutes. So it's a lot to play game in and game out, especially against some of the top tier teams in the East. And when you're playing, when you're uh, starting at seventh, you're going up against the Boston Celtics in that first round. So it should be a good one. Can Cleveland go ahead and win their game against either the Atlanta Hawks or the Charlotte Hornets? That's going to be interesting to see. Minnesota just kicked off their game against the Los Angeles Clippers. I got a feeling the Clips are going to take that one. I still think the inexperience of Minnesota is going to hurt them just a little bit. Again, I'm Gabe Ramirez here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, BetMGM is coming up in the 9 o'clock hour just just a little bit. So they'll be talking about some more money that you can win. And then don't forget, tomorrow, 1135, first pitch for the Chicago Cubs as they take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Cubs winning their first game against the Pirates 2-1 to one today. Phenomenal performance by them. White Sox winning their home opener 3-2. to two Behind a, a pretty decent pitching performance from Vince Velasquez. Four innings, exactly what you wanted from him. But we're talking basketball right now. And when you're looking at the Bulls-Bucks series, we'll just go there first as we heard DeMar DeRozan talking about them. Tyler, I'm producer, my producer Tyler tonight does a phenomenal job, by the way. Do you say one game or do you say a sweep on this one? Bulls Bucks. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to say. I when mean, you start least... with uh, you make me feel a certain <laughs> type of way. I love the Bulls, but I'm gonna. I don't see a sweep. I could see the Bulls pulling off one game, and it would okay. be at home at in Milwaukee. I don't think they really have a chance. But I mean, if you were talking about Bulls before the All Star break, sure. Then obviously, I think this would have been a different story. The interesting part is, and this is why I love gambling so much. It's like a they they get you so good. I mean, listen, if you think the Bucks are going to sweep, they're plus two fifty. Bet a hundred dollars, win two fifty. If you think they're going to sweep, that they're giving away money. Four one plus one seventy five. Even if you think like me, the Bulls could just squeeze out two victories. That's plus three seventy. And here's the torturous part about gambling. They literally put it in front of your face and they say, hey, hey, you get to choose. You get to decide how you think the series is going to end. I'll, I'll even let you do it. And the words of the great quoted one, where they do that at? Clearly on the BetMGM app. Make sure you download that. And if you use the promo code BETGABE, your first bet is risk-free up to $1,000. How about that? I'm going to say 4-2, plus 370, put it in a parlay. Let's go to the next one. Philadelphia 76ers going up against the Toronto Raptors. The Toronto Raptors are playing phenomenal basketball now that their entire team is healthy. Fred Van Fleet, he's been sitting out some games here and there towards the tail end of the season. But as we know, the Rockford kid, just he's averaging 20 points a game, four rebounds, and you know he can pass the rock as well. It's just he's one of those guys that is a gel guy. Pascal Siakam playing phenomenal basketball. The rookie is playing really good. So I guess the reason I'm bringing it up is, again, we're talking about series here and where we can win money at. I'm all about winning money, guys. 
I got my Discord going. Follow me on Twitter. I put bets up there, Chicago underscore Gabe. I'm gonna say they're not gonna they're not gonna sweep the Toronto the Toronto Raptors. And having them sweeping is plus eight fifty, so the books don't believe that as well. The lowest odds are on Philly four three. That's crazy. Four three Philly winning is the lowest odds at plus three forty. I'd say four two. Four two Philadelphia. That's playing plus four twenty five right now. Sounds about right. Because you know there's going to be some games where Harden's going to be off or Embiid's going to get into foul trouble, which is going to then lead to a couple of victories in Toronto. High-energy team. Should be a good one. Another game now after the final of the Brooklyn Nets. They will be taking on the Boston Celtics Sunday at 11 a.m. is tip-off for game one. And I look at that one. That's a tough one, man. Because if you really think the Boston Celtics could pull off that game, you could win some serious, though. Boston Celtics to win 4-3, to three, only plus 330. That's tough. But if you think Brooklyn is going to continue on their tear, which I think is very possible, I would look at Brooklyn 4-1. Even Brooklyn 4-2 is paying good money, plus 300. Those are some good ones to look at, man. Everybody out here is really trying to make some money as is our boy Brandon Sprague, who's ready to go. Let's get him on the show. Brandon Sprague from Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network, as well as Dirt and Sprague, 6 to 9 a.m. on 1080 The Fan in Portland. Welcome to the show, young man. Yeah, yo, Gabe, sorry about that, man. I guess I need to charge my phone once in a while. You know what? I know the phones are a little bit bootleg out there in Portland. You ain't got the Chicago <laughs> service, you know? I understand what it is. I understand yeah, you know what, what it is. is. Uh, our guests joined the score hotline presented by the Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. We're talking gambling, man. And I just want to bend back on this series that's just been announced. Celtics versus the Brooklyn Nets. Just before I even tell you the, the money lines on these things, or the betting odds, I should say, what do you who do you think is gonna win and what do you think it's gonna be? What do you think the series is gonna be? Well, first of all, Gabe, I, I do want to start with Brooklyn looked pretty good tonight. I know Cleveland was was down Jared Allen, and, you know, they kind of got banged up at the second half of their season, so they weren't quite the team that they started out to be. But, uh, you know, your guy out here got it at plus nine and a half. I, didn't, I couldn't believe Cleveland was able to cover that spread, so I was pretty happy with the results. Um, Brooklyn-Boston, I mean, I think we all kind of knew that's what the matchup was going to be. I'm still surprised Boston didn't try to out-tank Milwaukee on that last game of the year. I said the same thing. Brandon, I literally said the same thing because as a Bulls fan, I wanted to play the Boston Celtics. And I'm sitting there like, what is going on right now? Do you want to play the Brooklyn Nets in the first round? Let's do each other a favor here. You know, I I look at it two ways. Like, I look at it, if Milwaukee would have gone for it, I would have liked it. It would have sent a message like, dude, we ain't scared of Kevin Durant. Like, it's Kevin Durant, and yes, it's Kyrie Irving, but the Nets are not that deep. You know, they don't have the best size in the world. Like, you you have the horses. Now, Boston, I actually think it's a tough matchup for Brooklyn. The, the thing Brooklyn has going for them, and I heard just the tail end of what you were saying before I hopped on, Brooklyn's riding kind of the hot hand, right? They're the team that I think everybody's looking at right now in Vegas. You know, I believe in Kevin Durant. I don't buy him, Gabe. I just don't buy the Nets. I, I don't buy them in seven games against Boston and that defense. Wow. I know a big – I know what a big part of what Boston has is Time Lord, and you know he's kind of up in the air right now. But you know Tatum, Brown, Smart, like I, I just I don't know. I look at Boston right now and the way they're playing. They those two just went off like a couple weeks ago on a primetime Saturday game. I thought that was a great matchup. 
I think we're in for a great series. I just I lean more Boston in this one. I love that they found their way in the second half of the season. So many people were talking poorly about their coach, maybe about upper management, didn't didn't necessarily have the right pieces. I love the fact that Marcus Smart spoke up in the middle of the season, calling out his teammates and and the inability to share the ball properly. And it seems as though you know that's where everything started to change. Now the reason why I feel like Boston could pull off the victory in the series is the second team. That's where Boston, that's where Brooklyn struggles. We know what they got with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving playing 40 minutes a game, but it's the bench. If they can't get any productivity from the bench, they're going to they're going to be in for a long series against the Boston Celtics. Again, we're talking to Brandon Sprague, Back to the Futures on the BetQL network as well as Dirt and Sprague 6 to 9 on 1080 the fan over there in Portland. Let's go ahead and talk about this other series, which I think is absolutely incredible. Before we get to the Bulls, because I really want to hear your take on the Bulls. One of the most interesting matchups is going to be the Warriors versus the Nuggets. Potential MVP candidate or potential MVP winner in Jokic going up against the team and the Warriors that you're not really sure what you're going to get. Are they going to be completely healthy? Is Curry going to be playing? Are you going to get a, a, a good Clay Thompson? Is Draymond going to be the disruptor that we know he can be? Or is Jokic going to continue to be the MVP caliber player to get his team involved and and win on and, on that level of and be that MVP caliber player? Who do you think is going to win, and what do you think the series is going to end up so we can win some money? So I, I think it's a great series, first of all. Like that's uh, there's not a ton of great first round series in these playoffs. I think that's probably up there as one of the more interesting. Uh, to me, it's it's really a simple game. I, I hate to kind of sit the fence here, but like Steph Curry and Steve Kerr was very political today in terms of what he said he's like they're not going to rush him back uh, from his injury they're not going to you know force him out there so we don't really have a great read where he's at physically if Steph Curry plays it's hard not to lean the Warriors but I think their biggest wild card is going to be Kaminga and Poole I mean you're, you're you're looking at uh you know you're looking at one of the better under 25 year old players in the NBA and Jordan Poole Kaminga he's such a wild card for them for what he can do defensively on the boards and I think if those two guys can get it going with Steph, I would lean Golden State. Now, if Steph isn't healthy and it's evident, man, get the value on the Nuggets when you can. They've got the league MVP in Nikola Jokic. We know he's going to win the MVP. That's been wrapped up for about a month. And even though the Nuggets, I think, are a little more shorthanded, that dude controls so many aspects of every single game that he plays. I mean, you're talking about a point center that they have there. And so, and he's actually been pretty good defensively. So if Steph's not, if Steph's not healthy – Gabe, I'm going Denver, and I think that's actually good value. Uh, I would even lean that way right now just because of the value. Yeah. But if Steph's out there and he's able to go and he's looking like, you know, even 65% of what Steph is, it's gonna it's hard for me to see Denver being able to pull off that first-round win against them, especially if Draymond's down there locking things up defensively. Steph Curry's the game-changer for Golden State. He's not healthy. I lean Nikola Jokic in, in, in an upset. Brandon, we're trying to make money, and you know that. That's why you're saying it. Listen, Denver to win 4-2 to two, plus 550. Yeah. If you think it's going to oh. go to Game 7, Denver 4-3 to three, plus 700. I mean, if you're talking about just throwing a couple of bucks out there and just yeah. watch that series intently, that's going to be something that you might want to put some money on. Before we get you oh, out of here. I'm leaning, game, I'm leaning, I'm leaning the 7 on that. The right. value is better at, the, the better at 7. And if you're telling me Steph's banged up, but he's playing, I could see the big man being able to stretch that series out all the way. It's going to be a great series. Can't wait to watch each and every game. Again, we're joined by Brandon Sprague right here on 670. The score on Gabe Ramirez. Now, I got to have you talk about the Bulls before I get you out of here. Bulls tip off 530 Sunday against the Milwaukee Bucks. 
All right, go ahead, break my heart, and tell me what you think. The, what do you think the series is going to end up at? Well, Gabe, what are the odds right now for Milwaukee to sweep Chicago? Plus two, plus in my heart, in my heart, it's broken, but it's plus two fifty. <laughs> oh well, you know, two two fifty isn't the greatest, but you know what? I'm gonna have to ride that value. Free that money is that free money for you over there? Yeah, yeah, it's free money for me, man. Look, I, 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 and I, I don't say this like happily, even though I'm laughing right now. I, I like Chicago. I think their team's really good. I still think they're missing that one. Lonzo with Caruso defensively. I think you guys have the best defensive backcourt uh, in the NBA, and it's unfortunate that Lonzo couldn't uh, get back in time for this one. But you're talking about Giannis. You're talking about who I actually think is the league MVP and the defending NBA champion. This dude doesn't mess around. Chris Middleton is nothing but money in the playoffs. And you've got Drew Holiday locking dudes up on the perimeter. I think he's going to make life very difficult for DeMar DeRozan. I think him and Middleton are going to switch off. And so I just think it's tough for me to see Chicago really keeping this one close. I think the stat was Chicago hasn't beaten Giannis since 2017. <laughs> and you are talking about a dude that owns a franchise right now. So it goes back to our Boston point, Gabe. It's unfortunate Boston didn't try to outtake Milwaukee in that one. Otherwise, maybe this series is slightly better for you. Maybe it's a five, six game series against the Celtics versus you're going against the defending champs, man. I just, I'm going to take that plus 250 value on the Milwaukee sweep. Yeah. I appreciate you for joining us, Brandon. Thanks so much, Brandon Sprague. Follow him on Twitter, Brandon Sprague. Again, co-host of Dirt Sprague, 6 to 9 on 1080 The Fan. And, of course, Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network. Brandon, have a great one. I can't wait to get you on again, all right? Hey, man, thanks for having me on, and good luck. Let's all win some money this playoff. Let's do it. Score Hotline, presented by Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. I am Gabe Ramirez. It has been an absolute pleasure to hang out with you for these couple of hours. I'll be on again tomorrow at 6 o'clock. A big thank you to Tyler, my producer, for holding me down. I'm going to call him Butterball because that's what his Instagram handle is. <laughs> that's what everyone calls him. we got to get you that, that, that sounder for you. Also want to thank our guest today, Sam Phelan. Omar Ramos, and, of course, Brandon Sprague for jumping on and hanging out with me. I will see you guys tomorrow. Again, I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is Chicago Sports Radio, 670 to score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.